community. Educational. Engaging. Opportunity. Inspiring. Successful. Thrive. The Coocast. Welcome to this month's episode of The Coocast, broadcasted from Pullman, Washington, home of Washington State University and the Cougs. I'm your host, Noah Sanchez, communications assistant for Cougs Rise and Wenatchee Native. The Coogcast is a series of monthly episodes for students by students, mediated by yours truly. Each episode will represent an aspect of the student experience. We hope that through these stories, we can help you, our students, navigate your journey through education. We are no experts in podcasts, but our commitment to your long-term success is limitless. Each Coogcast episode will be unedited because conversations are natural and authenticity is important to us. Our fifth episode, Planning for the Future and Making Sound Decision, Kelly DeMann provides wisdom on the financial and social barriers within pursuing a higher education focused on self-advocacy and efficacy. Kelly currently works as a project director for not only Investing Cougs, but also Crimson Community Grants, which is currently working tirelessly to provide students with the financial support through our current pandemic. Kelly, thank you for being here. Yeah, Noah, thank you for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you. So before we begin talking about our topic, could you give us a bit more background about yourself and the work that you do at WSU? Yeah, so um, I'm a cook. I graduated from WSU with my bachelor's in uh, 2011. I'm currently working on my master's degree. Um, I'm also the mom of three great kids, and my oldest will be starting college this fall. Uh, I've been working at WSU for about six and a half years now, and um, doing the work I do is for about four and a half of them. So both the programs that I direct um, provide financial support to students, but really beyond that, it's more about the financial education piece. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also an accredited financial counselor, and so that's kind of the approach that I take with students. Um, and so my whole focus is on um, advocacy and efficacy, you know, uh, the belief that you can make decisions about your finances and then actually doing it. Um, I am always telling students, ask questions, uh, do research, um, make sure that you have a really good understanding of what is going on with your finances. It's really important to pay attention and um, there's never a stupid question, just ask always. Fantastic. With the work that you do for Invest in Cougs, but also Crimson Community Grants, the financial aspect and the work that you do with students has a large factor in terms of decision making because finances is all about being intentional and having uh, sound factors. With intentional mindsets or actions, what can students do on a day-to-day -day basis to set themselves up for long-term success? Right. Um, and so I, I guess I would say when it comes to finances, for sure, along with asking those those questions and being aware and paying attention, um, writing things down, understanding your own finances, where your money's going, um, making sure you have a really good understanding of your finan financial account, everything. Think that that's really the most of it is just every day being conscious and aware of what is going on, learning how to create a spending plan, but really it all comes down to that financial journaling piece, just writing it down. And I really think that helps create a lot of the confidence to be able to move on from there to make those um, decisions. 
And for students that are going to be making large financial decisions in their future when they go off to college, what are some important key things that you would advise students to begin doing before making those decisions? You know, I wish I had had someone to talk to me about that. Um, so as someone who basically started out myself without a strong financial background, um, you know, I grew up really low income. I didn't have strong financial influence. Um, I didn't understand how, how things worked. And so I guess if there's, if there's students there that are in, in similar situations, you are going to need to educate yourself there as much as possible. Start trying your best, practice good financial wellness skills. Um, like I mentioned a little bit above, paying attention to what you spend, you know, recognizing that you can save money, um, learning to, to speak up. And I would definitely say if you're going to college, uh, do your research on the FAFSA, understand how that works, um, what you're getting yourself into with loans versus grants. And, um, you know, looking into, if you're, you know, if you have your heart set on WSU, for example, um, going and understanding what resources are available there to first like help you be able to advocate for yourself and provide you resources to be successful. So with self-advocacy being a large part of sound decision-making, what can that look like or what does it look like for some students? I think it's that's the ability to, you know, be able to speak up um, and ask those really important questions. Um, I work with a lot of students that, for example, don't understand the difference between loans and their, and their financial aid package, um, the difference between subsidized loan or unsubsidized loan, or what it means um, for a parent plus loan. A lot of students have the assumption that they will just get that without understanding that that's um, actually more about their parents credit. Mm. So I think that, you know, making sure that you understand the difference between those things, understanding where your money is coming from um, is just as important as understanding where, where it's going. Because when you are taking out student loans, um, you know, it is necessary sometimes and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's really important to have a good grasp on how much debt you're in and what that's going to look like when you do get out of college and you have to start paying that back. Um, so I guess it's really thinking about the whole picture. You, uh, not only do you want to like ask those questions and be more, um, you know, aware of what's going on in your financial situation, you need to speak up and you need to make sure that your goals and your priorities match not only the decisions you're making, but match the future that you want for yourself as well. So you previously mentioned like stigmas or perceptions around uh, student loans. Are there any persistent stigmas revolving around financial decisions that students make in higher education? Absolutely. So um, I think some of it is that that student loan piece um, on both. There's often st stigmas, I feel like, on both the side of the institution and the students. Uh, I feel like the institution often assumes that all students have the ability to take student loans without understanding the, you know, cultural aspects or any other aspects that might be at play there. Um, and I also think that there's the stigma on the part of the students, like I was talking about above, in not having that full understanding or just assuming that they will um, get that money or the exact opposite. I know a lot of students that are adamant against taking student loans because they feel like um, 
putting themselves in debt, they don't see like their education as an investment. And so that's often hard to get around. I'd like to point out a couple of other stigmas that I see a lot. Mm -hmm. And one it is, is that people assume that um, people that come from like limited income backgrounds cannot save money. Uh, that is simply not the case. Um, so that's one thing I think I have to, one barrier that I have to really address with students, especially when I meet with them early on, they're very interested, you know, in like the match savings program that I direct that requires them to save money. But a lot of them are like, I don't understand how that works. Like I grew up in a limited, you know, income background. My parents didn't save money. They, um, and it, they would talk about how they couldn't save money because they didn't have money to save. And so a lot of it's overcoming that, that is huge. And um, I have that conversation of, well, that's how you're approaching it. You know, you have to pay yourself first. You can save money no matter what your income level looks like. You just have to um, strategize and come up with a way to do that. Um, and then a stigma that I feel like I try to address in my everyday work, and this kind of goes back to my education, um, my certification, everything, mm -hmm. is that I think a lot of people believe that you can offer this, like, subsidized version of financial education and that's another thing that i that i tell students like um i approach it differently and i hope that wherever they end up on their educational journey if if they need someone or need some sort of financial counseling that they realize that not everyone approaches it with that subsidized version um, i take a really individualistic approach i want to be able to tailor what I say to that specific student need um, and to their specific goals. And I think it's really important for students to recognize that as well. And that's why I bring this up, because while I think it's really important that the institution um, offers services that are individualized and meeting the student's needs as much as possible, I also feel like it's on the part of the student to um, advocate for that and understand that a little bit more. So I have another question for students who might have insecurities or second doubts given their financial situation and like they don't have the perception that their their college or their education and this investment. How do you shift that perspective with them? Like, what would you tell them to say, hey, this is an investment. This is something that you can use to, you know, quote unquote, break a cycle. Right. Uh, that's a really good question, Noah. And I think um, I talked about this a, in a, a couple weeks ago in another seminar. I think it comes to looking at that earnings potential piece, you know, having students understand well, what are your goals? What are you trying to get out of an education? Um, if you see your education as an investment and you put that money into it that you might have to um, put yourself on a little bit of debt to get that education. What goals do, that, do those look like? And kind of have them map that out. And then we also go the other route. Now, if you don't want to invest in education and you perhaps um, don't think you're going to be successful in the higher education setting, what is that going to look like for your future goals? Um, and I feel like more often than not, by the end of that conversation and asking the student to think about it from both perspectives and kind of, you know, um, pretend go down each road a little bit, most of them come back and are like, oh, you're right. Um, I also tell them to match, you know, it's not, and it's not just about what you're going to get back um, financially, it's also about fulfillment and passion. Um, and if you, what you want to do in those goals, you know, yes, they need to match um, 
the financial situation that you want for yourself. But you also have to make sure there's a balance in what you're going to be able to handle and what you want to do. Um, and I feel like all of that goes together in this whole piece. All right. So as our students continue to think about what's next on their educational journey, are there any takeaways that you want them to consider or leave them with? Absolutely. I would say always remember that you can, you have the ability to make these decisions. You know more than you think you do about your finances and about yourself. Understand the behaviors behind the decisions you make. Um, that's super important. And I would always tell students to do that. You know, make sure that if you find that you are a, uh, you know, a person that makes decisions on a whim, you need to think about the pros and cons of that when it comes to your finances. Um, but I think most of it is just, you can do it. You can make those decisions. Always speak up, ask questions, learn as much as you can. In most cases, there are resources out there to help students. It's just finding them, finding the right people that can advocate for you so that you can learn to advocate for yourself. Unfortunately, we have reached the end of today's KootCast episode. Kelly, I want to thank you so much for providing your wisdom and sharing your knowledge with us and our students. If any of our students have any questions or need any guidance, do not hesitate to reach out to any of our social medias, which are at Coogs Rise. Our commitment to you is unwavering, and we stand ready to help you. Stay tuned for the next episode of the KootCast. In the meantime, go Coogs. Community. Educational. Engaging. Opportunity. Inspiring. Successful. Thrive. The, the Coogcast. Cast.